Hi. Uh, <laughs> I forgot how to say hello. Don't include that. Fuck. Hello, and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 85. My name is Mark Champlin. Whew, today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. It's Ken hot as fuck in this room. Jesus. <laughs> uh, how's it going, girls and gays? Um, so I think that um, lately on this podcast, we've been doing a lot of uh, like pretty long episodes for us. I mean, not not compared to other podcasts, but you know, for us, like a forty minute episode is pretty long. Doing pretty heavy episodes, talking about pretty serious shit. Uh, and and I think Mark and I have both agreed that this week we just wanted we just want to crack crack out just some dumb bullshit. <laughs> you know, just just crack out a dumb one. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like those those like late 2018 mid 2019 cartridge cinema clubs <laughs> where we really started like coming into our groove. Life was going generally pretty okay. Um yeah. <laughs> things weren't on fire. Nobody was getting tear gassed yeah. in the streets and you know, we were just vibing. <laughs> well, well people were getting tear gassed in the streets just not on camera. Um you know, well, well That's a great point, Alex. I seem to have brought this down already. <laughs> I, you know, listen, uh, we, <laughs> it's, I feel like if I keep talking, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get us off. Cause like, if I talk about my life in any capacity or anything that I've been up to, yeah. we're just going to start talking about that shit. And I, it's not Look, that I don't want to talk about that shit, yeah. but like, I don't know, man, I've had a long week. I'm tired. I just want to talk about the stupid cartoon bullshit that we watched this week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Listen, mutual aid still is the vibe. Uh, fucking help out your neighbors. Yeah. Um, this shit is not over. We watched. Uh, what did we watch this <laughs> we week? We watched Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego this week. Uh, what is which this is... podcast? Who are we? Who? <laughs> what? Who's Mark Champlin and Alex Wallace? And what did they? What did they rot with this? With this yeah. audio performance that they do every week. <sighs> well, show, the, I mean, those are those those certainly are two names that I say out loud into a microphone. Uh, and they seem to identify me. Uh, um, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Where uh, in was. the world is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> you know, she could be fucking anywhere, apparently. <laughs> yeah, really. She if she can that bitch can move, apparently. <laughs> she's you know, she's got she's got ties in most um major forms of uh transatlantic uh traversal and yeah. um She's not afraid to uh, to call in a few favors. I like to and, think she uh, could just run really fast. So, oh, so it's like a Sonic the Hedgehog situation. Yeah, it's like because they're like Carmen San Diego went from Botswana to South Africa to Malaysia to Egypt, and I'm like, damn, this bitch, this bitch has fucking hops. Like, damn. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, you know, the, the the when you're in the business of stealing monuments, presumably for profit. Uh, you, you tend to have pretty unlimited uh, supply of money uh, because profit, because, you know, monuments are very expensive and important, apparently. So real quick, Mark, uh, which, which, <laughs> which, uh, which, which show is this? Because we're, we, as, after last week's episode, we quickly learned that there's at least three Carmen San Diego shows. Yeah, three that we know of. That uh, we are more, aware more of. to come. Yeah, um, I'm uh, sure this after is... this episode, we're going to find out there's, like, an entire, like, series of tele- direct video movies and then we're gonna have to watch those. Yeah, this, um, this podcast will never end. Uh, no. So what we watched is um, <laughs> this is called "Where in the Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego," as opposed to um, there's another "Where in the Something Else Is Carmen yeah. Sandiego," which is a cartoon. This 
<clears throat> okay. So All this right. is a this is a game show, uh, a live action uh, recorded on a set with a live audience mm-hmm. uh, game show made in the early nineties uh, with children like from ages. Seven to twelve, yeah. Some some odds, you know. I don't know. Ch- the, ho- the host is an adult. The host is an adult, and the Rockapellas are an adult. The, the, the Rockapellas, Rock the, the 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 police chief. Uh, there's a police chief in this. Uh, she sucks. Yeah, um, we can't escape it. <laughs> is <laughs> is an adult? Yes, you heard it here first on Cartoon Cinema Club. Where yeah. in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Is cop propaganda? Just it, like it is. Much of we'll our talk about it. Yeah. The, the um, but you know the the audience and all of the co- contestants are are like twelve year olds. Um, yeah, I'm I'm terrible at telling the age of children, but I would say yeah, d- d- nine to twelve. Yeah, it's like interspersed with like sketches where the host goes and talks to some weird guy who does a funny voice, and none of those really stuck with me in any way. Um, and then there's like some very, very bad two frame animated cartoon drawings of some of some bad guys who are who are stealing monuments. Um, you know, I have a section that is labeled the plot, and I guess there is a plot, right? <laughs> you know, it's that Carmen in San Diego and her assortment of goons are stealing famous landmarks, the bastards. Uh, in this episode, <laughs> in this episode, the, the one, because we only watched one episode, <laughs> because it was not necessary to do, to do anything else but in this episode the uh the 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 landmark that they steal is the uh is the hall is the stars from the hollywood walk, walk of fame um which is interesting um and if you didn't grow up like around the los angeles area you might not know um that the hollywood walk of fame sucks ass um and hollywood in general uh and the 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 strip at hollywood and and that that entire area sucks ass and if all of the if somebody stole all of the walk of fame stars i would be fine with that yeah it would it would make uh it would make uh hollywood a demonstrably better place if the <laughs> if if hollywood and vine ceased to exist yeah um i just you know it's a it's just an entire city that is a monument to massive wealth inequality and terrible tourist shops where you can buy giant cutouts of Harry Styles made yeah. of cardboard. Like Hollywood, it's not a good place. Hollywood is is like is like is like a theme park made to look like what Hollywood looks like in your head if you've never lived in Los Angeles. <laughs> um, that's exactly right. Yeah. So anyway, you know. Carmen San Diego is stealing things, and the only way to stop her from doing this is if a bunch of sixth graders answer some geography questions. Um, and uh, the it, the main thing, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this more, but I just want to say it up front. Um, it's a really bad game show. <laughs> yeah, with a really loose structure and just a very. The, di- didn't they only have like like eight opportunities to score points? Like, like in Jeopardy, there's like what, like sixty four questions or some crazy shit like that. So, the- <laughs> all right, fuck it. So the the first, the first like eighteen <laughs> minutes of the show, at all at, during all of the parts where they are participating in gameplay, <laughs> it is just like they mention a few facts about a geographical area. And then a map appears, and you're given three options about which ge- like which city or island or lake or whatever the fuck they're referring to. 
And then and then if you know and then if you know the answer, you get some crime books. That's what the points are called in, in where in the, <laughs> That's what you, the points are called. You, you assist the cops and they give you money. And they give you crime books. You know how yeah, it's tr- if if you go to the cops and snitch, they will provide you with crime books, which you can take to crime land, uh, which is operated by, you know, the LAPD, obviously. You can uh, you can exchange it for some choice uh, things from the evidence locker. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, and it's just like really boring because it's just like a bunch of kids answering geography questions with like no like there's no game part no. to it, right? Like, and then like you know at a certain point at the 18 minute mark of this episode that we watched, they were like, all right. One of these kids gets eliminated, and that kid just has to stand there and be sad, and we'll talk about that, too. Um, But, like, then they go to the last round, and the last round is just random. Like, it's literally that you stand in front of a big board, and you pick options at random, and if you guess right, you you win. And there's no strategy at all to it whatsoever. Um... And I just, Which makes it a really shitty speedrun category, just gotta say. <laughs> and it's, yeah, and it's just, like, not an interesting game to watch people play. Like, no. I think that the kids this age are capable of understanding a game with more, like, strategic complexity. But the game is literally, answer some questions about geography, and then we will pick a random winner. <laughs> yeah, I, the thing, you know, I was watching this show thinking to myself, man, when I was like nine years old i watched and comprehended jeopardy every night like i don't know jeopardy (laughs) is a very simple show that is designed for people of all ages to understand but it doesn't like hold your hands and make (laughs) you i don't the the thing i just wanted to mention about the this the way this game works i feel like the questions were either uh, just a multiple choice in which no 10-year-old would possibly know the answer to this, so they're guessing mm-hmm. while pronouncing the word incorrectly. Yes. Or it's like a map, and it's like, which one of these three states borders four lakes? And it, like, has the map there, so you know which one yeah. it is. And then all three of them get it right. <laughs> yeah, it's the part at the end where it's literally fucking RNG and they're just picking things from a list and then the panel flips over and you win or you don't. And like, it's just like a bunch of like names of locations that are in French and they just make these poor kids just stand there and just v- like. V- v- Versailles. Versailles. <laughs> And it's just like, why would you make them do this? This is so cruel. And like, I don't know. The thing that I was like, I came to watching this was like, I think it's fucked up to make kids be on a game show. Cause yeah, like, I, I would agree. There, there were some awkward moments where just like the kids look so sad and I could just see like the producers doing like a collar tug and being like, yeah. Ooh, that's a, that's a sad child right like, there. Well, Cause one of the kids has to lose. Right. Like, and yeah. I, imagine, imagine, imagine if you will. That you are that you are a child, and you have like, <laughs> you you have been given the opportunity to get to be on this game show and answer some questions um, that like are basically said like, hey, which one of you is the smartest and knows the most things, and then yep. one of you has to lose <laughs> on live television. 
<laughs> in front of people. And I just think I just think that's not something that you should do to a 12-year-old. Like, I think about, like, the state of mind that I was in at that time when I, like, cried when I lost the spelling bee. If I cried, yeah. like, if I lost Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, I would have been fucking devastated. <laughs> I, yeah, that that spelling bee thing brought up like a literal like almost traumatic memory oh, for man. me. Let's not yeah, even talk is... about the spelling bee, man. Fuck that shit. I but she said lose, <laughs> but she, I swear she said lose. So I spelled lose, but she was like, no, it's loose. Oh, but I was like, man. no, you said lose. I just I, I I didn't have the emotional capacity to process those that much anger at that time. Like I was gonna break shit. <laughs> I. I was I was always the second best fan. It was crushing. Oh, it was crushing. God. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. Oh, you're you're let, let's let's talk about each other's inner child. Right oh now. my god. Let's, okay. Let's go. Let's go on a forty-eight let's, minute tangent. Let's not. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that the whole the whole the whole construct just 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 seems cruel and unnecessary to me. Just makes. Listen, I didn't know what the answers to any of these fucking questions. You could have yeah. put me on there, and I probably I would have done just as bad, if not worse, than all of these children. You yep. throw some grown ass adults in there, make them answer some geography questions. They're not going to get them right either. <laughs> Imagine a game show where like ch- where like adults are tested to see if they're smarter than a fifth grader. Yeah. Yeah, my what? Okay, briefly, my favorite thing about this show was because the audience is all children, you, the kids are just waving at the camera all the time and like making dumb <laughs> yeah. faces and doing goofy shit like they don't all know what the, the fuck time. Is going on. <laughs> they don't care about the game. You know what? They're right. It's a boring game show. I'd be wait, like, if I had been in the audience of Where in the World is Carmen San Diego as like a ten year old, I also would have been making dumb faces and been really bored because the show is boring. <laughs> Yeah, imagine being the parent, like, sitting in the parent lounge, like, offset and just being like, this is before phones existed. They were bored as shit. <laughs> they were reading People oh, magazine. They were, um, they, they were they were cracking open the Reader's Digest. They, they were not having a good time. That's they were suffering. <laughs> um, um, we should talk about the Rockapellas. Um, I'm pro. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Yeah, I guess I should explain gonna, what gonna, they are, but like we're, we're a staunchly pro rockapella household yeah, here. Yeah, I'm um, for it. So basically, like, so you know how like a lot, like like a lot of like talk shows. I feel like this isn't really that common for game shows. Maybe maybe just not anymore. But like you know, you have like the house band that like you know plays them out into commercial break and you know plays all the bumpers and stuff. Um, and and where in the world in San Diego has that? Except, um, instead of being a band, it's four dudes wearing fedoras sitting on the stage in, like, chairs. Like, they're just kind of, like, downstage, just, like, kind of hanging out. And and then they're an acapella group called the Rockapellas, and they do all of the music, including the incidental music. And I'm going to play a little bit of it because you need to hear it because I, 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 it's, I love it. I kind of, I just, I, I don't know. I love it. <laughs> do it, Rockapella! Well, she sneaks around the world from Vienna to Carolina. Yeah, like it's it's good bumper music, and yeah. that was that that was the thing that they look really ridiculous. <laughs> I think that they, was <clears throat> it was it's like big Disneyland energy, yeah. which was kind of fun. I think that. They could have gone further in that direction, but but I digress. I, I I don't know. My favorite my favorite part is that 
is that like you know there'll be like all right we're gonna ask you a question now we're gonna give you like 10 seconds to think about it and during those 10 seconds the rockapellas will come in <laughs> and yeah sing. they they did their like their like uh rip-off version of doo 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 but it was like it was like mm, how much you gonna wager mm, not <laughs> yeah. the gonna wager do not I love it. Like I don't know. It's I. I'm like I'm just I. I'm just here for it. Like I. I don't know if I have much else to say about. it. I feel like this is the thing that always comes up when people talk about this game show. If they've seen it, is the fact that the Rockefellers are there. And uh, my take is that they're hands down the best thing about the show, with like no question whatsoever. Yeah, it was kind of weird when they started singing a boys to men song at full volume, like right in the middle of a question, though. <laughs> oh man. Um. Do you have an op- any opinions about like the 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 fictional structure of I mean, of the game show? It really I, sucks uh, is my opinion. Yeah, I mean I'm I the it, Have we the, even the, talked the, about Wonder Rat on this podcast at all? No, have, have so the bad guy is Wonder Rat. The bad guy is Wonder Rat who is episode, a It's Wonder Rat. Yes. So the be, the Part of Carmen's criminal cabal, Carmen's criminal cabal, mm-hmm. um, this is a fun thing to say. Um, <laughs> that's the new name of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the new Triple C Nation. <laughs> oh, my God. Carmen's criminal cabal. <laughs> Fuck. Episode over. Um, so we've got we've got Wonder Rat, who is a man, not a rat. No. Um, he's wearing, like, has, a face thing. He's a furry, right? <laughs> He's he's got like a rat nose that, and I, rat that, ears. I disagree. Furries have an attention to detail with their craft. This is a this is a this is a cartoon drawn man Ooh, with three frames of animation mm. who is wearing like a like a mouse nose with like a rubber band around the back of his head. So so are you saying if someone is a bad musician, then they are not a musician? I, Dangerous I'm philosophical just, just, road just, you're walking saying, down right I'm now. I'm just saying that I don't think I don't think furries should claim Wonder Rat as representation. <laughs> we we the furry community <laughs> do not claim Wonder Rat. So Wonder Rat is just this dude who likes to steal monuments. I guess yeah. this time he stole the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It never is explained why he did it. Um, he, he's he's a bad guy. It's really just that he has the worst na- voice in the world. <laughs> um, and he also snitches yeah. on Carmen Sandiego at the end, which I thought was pretty whack. <laughs> if there's one thing a rat can do, it's rat. If you want to find Carmen Sandiego, sniff around Europe. Yeah, it was. Well, I was on board um, when he was destroying the Walk of Fame because, yeah. like, shout outs. Yeah, but I, then... I would also love to destroy the Walk of Fame. <laughs> yeah, but then he was a fucking snitch. And, like, obviously, like, rat, like, I get it. Um, but. You know, uh, he, he seemed he was a real loathsome character, yeah. and uh, I I'm I I think that he should be rehabilitated and not sent to prison. Yeah. despite all this, um, all of the all of the stuff where uh, you know, the show has like a story, um, where like Carmen San Diego is doing some bad shit, and the kids got to stop him, um, is all presented on like a TV screen. With like at one point, you know, there was like a there was like a like a like a photograph of a of a horse or like a moose or something, and you know they did the thing where like they make his mouth move with like two frames of animation, and then he gave the kids a 
uh, uh, geography uh, hint. Uh, that's the kind of show that this is. It's very bad. Um, and I think that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, and I think the last thing that we truly want to touch on here that I know you all want to hear us touch on here is, um, well, I've labeled this, uh, section, the politics with like nine question marks after it. Um, because like it's bullshit, but also this is a show for like tiny babies basically. And like kids watching PBS or wherever the fuck this was airing on. And like the way that it portrays law enforcement, uh, and the sanctity of, uh, of our great American monuments, uh, sucks actually really bad. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. And we might as well talk about it. Yeah. I, there's, I mean, there's like, there's like two things that I kind of want to touch on. Like one is that, um, all of our American monuments are public toilets. As far as I'm concerned, I don't give a shit about any of them. Hell yeah. Um, and the second is just that, yeah, it's a show for like little, little kids and these things do influence them like you know there's no reason why a show like this can't have good politics like we don't have to just assume oh it's for kids it doesn't matter what the politics are like no it could have good politics actually yeah it could could. um yeah it's um it's it's the end at the end of the show the kid gets to pull a big like lever and then and then and then 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 the cartoon bad guy gets put in prison and the Rockapellas like go like jail, and it's like uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you got one to rat and then made it look easy. Now all you have to do is put him in jail, and for that we have provided you this lovely green chain. Please pull on the chain and do it. Congratulations, Dave. Really, listen, I'll tell you. The uh, Rockapellas go. You, the law enforcement officer, are the judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> Which reflects our real life socio political situation. <laughs> I yeah, it's just like really yikes. I I don't know. I'm always like I always feel so skeeved out when like the end of a children's production is and then the bad guy went to prison forever. Yay! And it's like, I don't know, like again, we're talking about the fucking Carmen San Diego show, I know. But from an abolitionist framework it's really gross to watch something that's for kids show like, yeah. And the thing that we do with bad guys is we lock them up forever. You yeah. know, where it's like, you know, I'm someone who believes that what we do with people who have caused harm is, you know, rehabilitate them. What we do with people who are, you know, struggling as we help to rehabilitate them. You guys understand all of these things. And I know we're talking about the Carmen San Diego show, but it sucks. It sucks to see this kind of stuff. Cause it's like, man, yeah, we really are just taught from birth that like the cops are just like, like hero superheroes that, so- that save the day all the time and solve wild, you know, uh, yep. continent spanning, uh, <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> theories and, and evil plots and stuff. Um, and then, okay, last thing I'm going to say about this, because this is, this is the, this is the sentence after which I am, like, not qualified to speak any longer, but, man, uh, you know, the, the idea, the premise of, of stealing monuments from the United States being this horrible evil crime that must be punished with, with, like, time in prison forever is pretty fucking rich, uh, coming from a show that was produced on stolen land think that's all you really need to say about it right yeah i have i have nothing to to really add to that sentence um i'm gonna let it hang <laughs> let's 
it's like after that, it's like go listen to the Red Nation podcast, and they will teach you much more than I ever could. What are yeah, we it's, watching it's, yeah. <laughs> next week, Mark? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I actually, I actually really don't have anything to add. Yeah, go listen to the Red Nation podcast. Actually. It's a really good show. What, listen to Red yeah. Nation. It's very, very good. It will get you thinking about these things in an approachable way. It's good stuff. So, anyway. <laughs> so, so next week, boy, um, fuck. We, oh, this is gonna suck. <laughs> so, so, so we're so it's it's not often we get to do a sequel um, on this podcast. Uh, but we're doing the long, long-awaited uh, sequel to one of our very early episodes. We're doing Blood Rain Two: colon, Deliverance, also known as Blood Rain Two or Blood Rain Deliverance. Um, so, so this is oh, it's, so this is a 2007 direct to DVD film directed by Uva Bull, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Shout outs, um, Uva Bull, um, notorious director of all of the bad video game movies mm-hmm. all the worst ones that you know of yep um alone in the dark which is <clears throat> so forgettable uh that that we I stopped forgot doing that over, we had even that, that we stopped doing yeah. uva bowl movies like you know when we started the podcast i was like oh yeah uva bowl movies we're gonna do those all the time that'll be like a fixture it'll be fun and then we watched a few uva bowl movies and it was like oh actually these are like a fucking slog um I realized yeah, that yeah. It, it has been longer since we did Alone in the Dark than the entire history of the podcast up to the point of the Alone in the Dark episode. Man, so and that's the most recent one too. Wait, wait, House of the Dead. We did. We all. We also did House of the Dead in between. We did Blood Rain first, and then we did House of the Dead, and then we did Alone in the Dark, and then we stopped doing Uva Bowl movies for a very long time. Yeah, Here's, I just Alone in the Dark was that bad. Like even yeah. even after House of the Dead, it was like okay, I can still find some entertainment value in shitting on this bizarrely edited action movie. I, I really, I really did think that Alone in the Dark was the first time where we were like truly like. We were struck, like maybe the only time yeah. where I thought. Actually, we were talking about this before we recorded this episode. I texted you after watching this like game show for children from 1994 or whatever the fuck, and I said, th- th- <laughs> "I'm happy to report that my ability to have an opinion about literally anything has not failed me yet." But <laughs> it, it kind of failed me on Alone in the Dark because nothing fucking happens in that movie. But here's the thing, um. You might not remember Blood Rain unless you are a very long-time listener, because that is one of the earliest episodes we did, um, and still stands as one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Definitely, like, a top five worst movie we watched for this podcast still. Um, yeah. That movie just had a lot of gratuitous sexual violence in it, and Uva Bull can't, like, tell a story or direct an action scene or film... Fiction. If I remember correctly, the thing about this movie was that <clears throat> we really couldn't come to a consensus on whether it was self-aware, over-the-top gore, or like poorly performed, over-the-top gore that was meant to be taken seriously. And the he point... deliberately puts himself in that realm. Yeah. the The point is that it's bad either way. Yeah. It's not like Evil Dead, where it's where it's. Yeah. It's not campy and fun. It's just awful to watch. <laughs> but this is direct-to-DVD sequel to Blood Rain from 2007. Um, and, you know, barring it uh, being interesting, I think it will at least be painful. And, you know, when we, when, we, when, we, when we experience 
difficult events in our lives, uh, we're able to uh, share with others and uh, share our experiences and learn uh, and grow from them. And I think that makes for, for great podcasting. So uh, that's that's my justification for why we're watching Blood Rain 2 colon Deliverance next week. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop now. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? You can find us at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter. That's Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. Join the Discord. It's linked on the Twitter. iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud are some places at which you can listen to us or your favorite podcasting app. We're all over the fucking place. Uh, You can rate us, which would be sweet if you did that. Mm. Excuse me, I had a hiccup. Uh, The music is by DJ Tin Man. I have more hiccups coming. The art I, I was, I was willing to edit, the, edit out the hiccup for you, man. You just didn't have to say anything. Also, the artist by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> Fuck cops. Don't join the fucking military. If I, if I, if I, listen, if I find out that anybody who listens to this podcast is thinking about becoming a cop or joining the military, I'm going to be I'm going to be sad and disappointed. So please don't do either of those things. Also, uh, you know, as always, um, get involved in your community. Find out what people are doing around you keep doing the work the work is every day the work is not just burning down buildings the work is years and years of processes and and helping your people out okay i'm gonna leave it on this one because i really like this one stop trying to convince your enemies through debate and start trying to convince your neighbors through service that's it fuck yes um the, if any of you ignores a homeless person on the street and pretends that they don't see them, I'm going to kick you in the fucking shins. <laughs> Say hello to them. Carry some talk fucking to them, cash, man. Ask them how their day is. Give them some fucking cash and tell them to have a good one. Yeah. Like, and talk to them like they're a normal fucking person. When, if somebody asks me if I have money and I don't, I'm like, I, you know, I at least like say something, you know, and be like, oh, sorry, I don't. Hope you do it. You know, have a conversation. Yep. Treat them like human beings. It's incredible. What? We said we weren't going to do this this week. (laughs) I just, I just had a moment where like, you know, I walked by, I walked by a homeless guy earlier today. He was like, Hey man, love your hair. And I was like, thanks man. How's how's it going? And I had like a little conversation with him and I was like, man, you, like two years ago, I wouldn't have done that. And like, I think that that's a very positive change yeah. uh, in just fuck. Yeah. Human, fuck. whatever. Care about know? other people. Jesus Christ. This is, the, fuck it. This is the post pod now. Um, yeah. <laughs> God. So I went to a, um, I went, I went to like a town hall meeting last week, um, like a virtual town hall meeting um, that was about the, uh, the camp around my building which is also around a middle school right and so they had people from the school like the principal of the school was there and you know all of that shit and sitting in that meeting first of all like listening to a karen that uh got to go in there and uh complain about how she had to see someone take a piss and people are doing drugs and she doesn't feel safe in her condo anymore and just like listening to these people who just speak about these people like everything that about them that is every every ill fate that has befallen them is their fault and not the fault of a disgusting twisted system that tortures people and leaves them to rot in the street um the, the thing that I was really struck by being in that meeting was just like, oh, wow, yeah, no, we super cannot ever achieve liberation without abolishing capitalism. Like, 
it's just so like it's so wild to watch all of these very serious adults who all work in different departments of the city and you know you have this guy from the department of public health who comes on and he's like well you know like we have to clear out these camps because you know covid and you know they're incubation centers for all these diseases and and you know it's like well the best possible option for you know making sure that people are safe and making sure that people are not getting sick is for everybody to have separate rooms like in say a hotel perhaps uh that yeah. might be say empty because uh you know people aren't going on vacation to fucking denver right now um and but none of these people can just say well the obvious thing that we need to do is expropriate private property uh and give it to people who need it uh for the for the good of the entire city for the good of everyone for the health and safety of everybody that lives in this city the smart and rational and and safest thing to do for everyone would be to house everybody mm-hmm. um but that that cannot happen right because instead we have to you know i have to hear the city councilman who I have like the, the dude who is like the councilman for my local like district. I have like some respect for He showed up to the sweet protest. He organized this town hall. Like dude seems like he gives a shit. Right. But the thing is like, he can't, you can't, you can't do anything because he starts the meeting and he's like, well, you know, first I want to say like, what are the things that we can't do? Well, we can't, uh, we can't, we can't lower the rent. We can't tell people, like, tell these landlords to ro- lower the rent. We don't have the power to do that. The city can't do that. And it's like, what the fuck can the city do? What the fuck can we do then? Yeah, like, like meeting over, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, well. like, okay, I, okay, well, I guess there is nothing to do. And, you know, this guy is like, you know, this councilman, he's talking to me, he's like, you know, obviously this is a really difficult problem to solve. Um, there's a lot of obstacles in our way. And it's like, well, no, it's not a difficult problem to solve logistically it's quite simple actually um (laughs) but but this because all of these people work for the system and can only work within the system all of their like answers have to be systems oriented and therefore they can only be band-aids and the system is broken fundamentally and is built to be broken it is built to be evicting i mean we have thousands of people who are going to be evicted like next month you know in this city and it's just like nobody in this meeting has any idea what the fuck we're gonna do about that there's just gonna be more people on the streets because the solution the only solution is we have to stop these fucking landlords and we have to give people this housing that exists it's right there there's more empty homes there's more empty hotel rooms than there are people on the street it is a fixable problem we choose not to because of the system that we are in but like because these people are only working at the city level they can't change capitalism they can't change america they can't change the concept of rent the concept of landlords and so i'm not saying don't go to your town hall meetings this is valuable i learned a lot i know a lot more about what's going on um, I, I, I know like, you know, okay, well the camp needs to move by this day cause the school is pissed about this. Um, I, I, I could put faces to the people who have been fucking over my neighbors and I can figure out what's going on and be informed, but it's like not really an axis for change, you know? <laughs> um, you know, obviously like some forms of like, if you show, if you roll deep, uh, to the, to the town hall, uh, and flood it with abolitionists, uh, like they have done in Denver, um, and then they'll just start canceling the town halls, which is what they've been doing uh, 
which is what they've been God. doing here. They haven't had a town hall meeting since the one where a bunch of activists showed up, like a bunch of leftists showed up and got on the mic and berated our city council people and said, we need to abolish the police in this city. And we have not had a in-person city council meeting since then. You know, you don't, yeah. <clears throat> you don't rattle the cage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, I, 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 yeah, I think it's, I think it's good to be involved and like go to stuff like that anyway, because you'll learn things and, and it feels good and you'll meet people. Um, and you'll, and you'll, you know, like start getting more involved. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, like we've talked a lot about how like, Oh, the format of this podcast is changing. Um, and like, I'm yeah. not sure how much that's going to be the case because it's kind of like, you know, a lot of the time, you know, at the end of the day, the work is the work and you do the work every day. And like, you know, I can't come on this podcast every week and be like, yeah, this week I went to another advocacy meeting. This week I pass out more supplies to people. That's just what I do now. Um, but I do think that, like, we want to allow the space for discussion uh, about things that aren't video game movies. And I, I think now that that has kind of opened up a little bit, it, it's, I don't know, it's nice to, to be able to feel like we can talk about that stuff without without it diluting what the podcast is, I guess. I hope feel, people feel that way anyway. Yeah, I, I I mean I've yet to see any any opposition to that idea. Yeah. Um so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep doing this. The 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 post show is gonna be <laughs> I feel like the <laughs> post mean, show is like the thing now, kinda sorta. I don't know. We'll see. Like I the thing is is like the podcast is a hobby and it's fun and we're kinda just doing whatever we feel like doing. And sometimes maybe I want to talk about something serious at the beginning of the show for 10 minutes. And sometimes I just want to make fun of the Carmen San Diego show. And then if I feel like complaining about, <laughs> you know, local politics, if you feel like hanging out for the stinger, you can hear me complain about local politics. Yeah. You know? and, and like, yeah, to this day, neither of us has made a single dollar off of this. We continue to, <laughs> yeah. to we continue to, to lose roughly $4 a week uh, yeah, average. You guys, have, you guys have no power over us, actually. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually have given you guys like 80 hours of, of free entertainment on, <laughs> yeah. on the internet. So we can talk about mutual aid all the fuck we want. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. Um, I think that's going to be a podcast. <laughs> and peace. Yeah, peace. Man.